0: Hey there, and welcome to the Empowered Half Hour, the podcast that's all about empowering you to overcome any obstacle and tap into your true potential. This podcast is for you, the big dreamer, the goal getter, the business builder, the legacy maker. If you want more in life, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Becca Powers. I'm a high achieving careered mom of a blended family of four kids, now all young adults, and I'm married to a first responder. By the age of 36, I had dramatically lost both my parents. Personally, I've had to rise above deep grief and learn to tap into my true potential so that I could live a life of optimized health, wealth, and fulfillment. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing these incredible stories of our guests. Our guests come from all walks of life, from executives to entrepreneurs, from high achievers to stay-at-home parents, to authors, to athletes, our guests share their trials and their triumphs and how they turned their impossible to possible. I encourage you to find yourself in the stories of our guests and together we will change our trajectories. I believe that you have unlimited potential inside you and when unleashed, you could change the world. So let's jump into this week's episode of the Empowered Half Hour and let the stories of our guests empower you in the direction of your super big dreamy dreams. Okay, I'm feeling pretty pumped. It's clearly time for some positive tea. Let's jump in the episode, it's tea time, baby. Today's episode is going to bring you straight into the center of the power that lies within. I am so excited to bring you today's guest. I interview author of Unstoppable Grit, Danielle Cobo. Danielle shares how life unexpectedly brought several adversities at the same cluster of time in early 2020 and how she had to lean into fundamental traits she learned at a very young age such as grit and resilience to overcome these major adversities, which you'll hear all about in the episode. You'll also discover two things in this episode that I think you're really going to enjoy and take away. One is how you really do have the ability to tap into unlimited and unstoppable parts of you. And then you'll discover some practical tips and tools to do this. This is an episode you will not want to miss. Let's do it. Let's go. It's tea time, baby. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Half Hour. And I am so excited to bring to you today's guest. She is a friend, a mentor, a colleague, and also. An author. So let me introduce you to the
1: author of Unstoppable Grit, Miss Danielle Kobo. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. I'm so excited <laughs> and, for our conversation.
0: I know. I'm so excited too. I couldn't wait to interview you. And when I saw you on the schedule today, I was like, yes, this is a conversation's going to be so good. And for the listeners, before we get started, I just want to express that finding people that have similar aspirations as you is so important. Danielle and I met through our love for speaking, but then we also found out that we have a love for growing businesses. We have a love for speaking. We have a love for writing and we check in on each other once a month. And I can't tell you how much, Danielle, I just want to say that to the audience too, how much your friendship and support has meant to me. So thank you for that.
1: Likewise. I mean, you and I met at a speaking engagement. And ever since then, we just immediately connected and have stayed in touch. And it's nice to surround yourself around people who on similar journeys that you can go to and share what's working, what's not working, be there to support each other, inspire each other, motivate each other. It's an incredible friendship that I'm extremely grateful for. Yeah.
0: So had to share that with you guys as the listeners, because when you're doing things that are new, it's so important to have that support system. So, but I want to turn the conversation back on you, Danielle. So you have a book that is coming out. It's in pre-sale called Unstoppable Grit. And I want to know the backstory to this book. What
1: inspired you to write it? Well, you inspired me to write it. <laughs> well, because you got a story in there. <laughs> yeah. So you had just published your book. I had you on my podcast. And we are talking about some of the stories that I had. And you said, well, why not write a book? And here I am, written a book later. But I went through in 2020, like many of us, our life just flipped upside down. And there was a lot of Mm -hmm. adversity and changes. And for me, there was a six-month period where my life changed in every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. My husband had just returned from a year deployment in Iraq. So he was gone for a year. At the time, our twins were two and a half years old when he returned. So when he left for deployment, they were in cribs, they were in high chairs, they had just learned to walk, they were still kind of learning how to eat regular food. And he comes back and they're in toddler beds, and they're in normal chairs, and they're eating on their own. So it was a big shift when he came back from being in Iraq in a war zone to then coming home and being with two and a half year old twin boys who are thrill seekers who play The Floor is Lava and are running around the house like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Your boys are are so cute. <laughs> yeah, They're like a squirrel on a triple espresso. This is how much energy these two kids have. And That's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> then right after that, I unfortunately lost my mom. So he came yeah. back in January. I lost my mom March eighth. And then right as I'm planning her celebration of life, March 13th, the pandemic hits, shuts the world down. I don't even get to go back home to California to do her celebration of life. And then as I mourning her loss, dealing with the pandemic and the uncertainty of what's gonna transpire, which a lot of us did, then I was going through a really toxic work environment. And unfortunately, there was an acquisition that happened at our company and it really kind of forced a lot of people out of the organization. So a company sure. that I had been with for seven years, dedicated my life to, I ended up leading the organization and I tied my identity to my career and my success. You and I are both in sales. I did 15 yes. years of medical sales and really tied my success into how many awards I had earned and being promoted to senior region manager. And to have that kind of flipped outside of me, I just felt lost and I I had lost my identity. So that's what kickstarted this journey that I'm on now of self-discovery and reflection and where I'm at today. Yeah. And not to mention that
0: it's kind of the theme of Unstoppable Grit, but you didn't let all of that stop you. You created your own business. You are getting out there and sharing your message with organizations your consulting you're doing so many things. So I think the book title is just such a good representation of you, right? And how you showed up to uncertainty and difficult situations, because that what you shared is just a lot in a short amount of time. What do you feel is like something? I mean, there's a lot to overcome in that. But if you had to share with the listeners, one of the biggest things that you had to overcome to be the Danielle that you are
1: today helping others, what would you say that is? I think what kind of set me up for success and shaped me into the person that I'm at today was my upbringing. They say the most formidable years of your life are between the ages of zero and eight. And I truly believe that. At two years old, my mom kidnapped me from my dad. So I was under the impression of what I was told was that my dad took off on us, that he chose another family and he left us. When I later eventually found out that my mom took me from my father. My dad came to pick us up. They had just recently gotten divorced. He came to pick us up one day and the house was completely empty and I was gone. And he eventually found out where I was, but long background story. But basically I didn't meet my dad really until I was 15 years old. But a lot of ways I didn't know that history. So what my mom modeled for me was, in my eyes, she was a single parent. And when I was five years old, she was serving as a waitress while getting her bachelor's degree. Um, And I saw her go from nothing, us shopping at thrift stores, us doing clothes on layaway, us living in a tiny apartment with a two-bedroom apartment with a roommate. And I had my bed in the living room. I saw my mom go from nothing to getting her degree and then becoming a region manager in a Fortune 500 pharmaceutical company and rising up through the corporate ladder. Wow. So determination, grit, resilience, perseverance is what I learned from my mother. And that was what she modeled. I also learned it from myself because while my mom had all these great attributes about her, she was also bipolar. So I also experienced in the back and in the home life, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of adversity, a lot of ebbs and flows of very highs and then also very depressive states to the point where at 17, I was kicked out. So at 17, I was working full time. I was going to high school and at 17 years old, she kicked me out. So a lot of turmoil in my upbringing, Mm -hmm. but I also believe that some of the challenges we experience in life shape us into who we are. And that grit and resilience is because of those formidable years in my early childhood and, and my upbringing. Yeah, I have
0: so much compassion for everything you're sharing. One, because I have a very similar background. And so I resonate with a lot. And for the listeners that don't know, I also have lost my mother. My mother was also bipolar. So it was very chaotic to grow up in that type of environment because one minute, like you're the best thing. And the next thing it's like, you're driving me absolutely bananas. Get the fuck away from me. Right? So I don't know if yours was like that, but mine was like that. And I just want to share that as we get more out in the world and we get feedback from our listeners, Danielle has a podcast too. What we learn is that we all are so much more similar than we are different. And so for, I just want to offer the listeners compassion too. So if you're listening to Danielle's story, and you're feeling yourself or seeing yourself in her story, I also give you permission to lean into her strength, which is where we're going to transition the interview to. But you're not alone. A lot of us go through big struggles. Some of us have more like your struggle of season at the beginning of 2020 was severe. But your perseverance was, again, the gift that came out of that. And it is a theme that has been in your life for a long time. So I just appreciate you sharing the vulnerability of both of those backgrounds about yourself, because I think that it could really help
1: somebody. Thank you.
0: So let's switch gears a little bit. So now you've gotten very intimate with your story because you've written a book and you've also tapped into these qualities that you just shared. Like now that you're through the writing process, you've got your book in pre-sale. What's an uh aha or a lesson learned that's on top of mind right now that you might be able to share with the listeners?
1: I think the biggest lesson learned is to really define what success means for you. There's so many times of what we believe success to be based off of society's expectations, what we see in movies, what we see on TV, what we see in social media. And instead, really defining what success means for you. And that starts by identifying, What are your core values? What do you want your purpose to be? And I say that because it really took that year of 2020 to take a step back and go, what do I want for the rest of my life? What do I want for this next chapter of my life to be? And so much of my identity was tied, like I said, to the title, to the awards, to the income. And I sat down and I said, okay, what are my core values? Where do I see this future of my life going? What is my purpose? And when I think about what makes me truly happy as well, and when I stopped defining success based off of all the other areas of my life that I thought they were, and I started to truly define what success was for me, which was making an impact, that is what success is. When I can make a positive impact on people's lives, it's the most rewarding experience. And that in itself has been the main driver of developing grit. Because the entrepreneur journey is not easy. There's a lot of ebbs and flows and ups and downs. Oh my in it. goodness. <laughs> yes. You know, it's hard. I think about, I have a whole other <laughs> level of respect. Number one, for people that have started a business, also for people that have written a book, because there's a lot of ebbs and flows with that. But any time that I doubt myself, any time that I get discouraged, I always go back to my why why did I start this journey in the first place? Great. And when I start to doubt myself and go, oh, well, am I gonna be as successful as I was in corporate? I look back and go, at the end of the day, even if my finances didn't get to the same level as they were at corporate, I am so much happier now. And gratefully, uh, they have matched where I was in corporate. And I was—I had a very successful career in corporate. I was very financially rewarded but the happiness you can't put a price on. That's exactly right. And I love that you
0: chose that as the message to share because there's a lot of high achievers that listen to this podcast. And I think they'll probably resonate with wrapping themselves up into the predefined success, even if it's happening subconsciously, right? You're A lot of people are salespeople, we have goals, or their leaders and they're driving initiatives. And of course, they have their own metrics that they're trying to meet and exceed. And we start wrapping ourselves around those. And like you said, we start identifying ourselves as those. And if we miss something, then we feel a hit to our self-worth. And it's been a really important lesson for me too, to define what success means to me. Because when I was going through my own toxic work environment and stuff, What I found is that I ended up working harder to try to make things work and I lost presence for myself. I lost presence with my kids and I was making multi-six figures too. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Like, I'm never gonna get these years back with my kids. I'm a shell of my former self and there has to be a way where my success and my happiness can coexist. And, but it took me giving myself permission to redefine what success meant. And I just think that's such a valuable share for the listeners. Pausing the podcast for just a second because I have something so cool that I wanna share with you. Are you a personality test junkie like I am? I know that I have taken everything from human design to Gallup Strengths, to DISC to Enneagram, you name it, I'm taking the test. And my love for personality tests has turned in to a work persona type quiz for you guys. I have spent the last 20 years leading in corporate America, fortune 500 organizations, and I have learned a thing or two about the different personality types. So This quiz has the outcomes into four primary types, the sage, the superwoman, the savvy, and the supernova. Which one are you? You're gonna have to take the quiz and find out. But each unique work persona has its own set of setbacks, its own set of strengths, and I'm all about amplifying those strengths. So I wanna get these results into your hands so you can leverage them for your success. You can find the quiz on my website, but it's at BeccaPowers.com forward slash links, L I N K S, BeccaPowers.com forward slash links. And it's the first button on the top. It's called Work Persona Type Quiz. Go ahead, take the quiz, enjoy. And if you want to take it one step further, let me know your persona type. Anyways, let's get back to that show. It's tea time,
1: baby. It's so important to define what success is for us and what we, and I did the same thing when I was in this work environment, I had lost myself because I was trying to, especially as a manager, I was trying to appease everybody else. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be liked by everybody else because I had this fear of, I wanted to be the best manager. I wanted to be the most liked manager, but in the process, I started to lose myself in the process. And then because of that, you lose authenticity. And then the reality is you're not as effective as a manager when you're not truly authentic. And sometimes that means having the difficult conversations. But whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're working in corporate, whether you're a salesperson and you want to achieve your goals, and maybe it's being earning president's trip, always go back to those times when maybe you've had a setback, maybe you've hit a rough spot. Go back to the why. Why did you set that goal? Let that be the vision that you align yourself to keep the motivation going. If it means President's Club because you want to be sipping a cocktail on the beach of Cabo, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I have been very motivated for those myself. <laughs> yes. I've been on six President's Clubs. And so I've got accustomed to going on a paid vacation every year and it was very motivating. So any time that you hit those Rough spots or those setbacks, think about what is it that, why did you want to achieve that goal?
0: Who do you get to be when you Ooh, achieve? That goal? I love that question too. So that kind of leads me to the next question I want to ask you. I mean, you just finished writing a book, it's in pre sale. We're talking about unstoppable grit, resilience. And why are
1: you so passionate about these topics? I'm passionate because I distinctly remember when. I did get kicked out. My mom had kicked me out at 17 years old. And I remember the school counselor calling me into the office and the school counselor looked at me and said, if you don't go back home and amend things with your mom, you're never going to amount to anything in life. Oof, I know. A school counselor out of all people to say that. And I remember looking at her and saying, you don't know a 100% of what's going on at home. And for you to put that negative projection on me was not right. I know what I'm capable of. And a lot of times there's been so much uncertainty in my life, so many people telling me what I can and can't do. And I don't want other people to feel that way anymore. Sure. There is a lot of challenges that all of us go through, but our past does not define us. It shapes us into who we are tomorrow. And my hope and when people read this book is that they don't feel alone. My hope is that they can relate to some of these stories and that they're provided the tools to help them define success, what it is for them, define their purpose, to have the tools to put together their goals and what they want their future to look like and to develop the grit and resilience and courage to go after what they want and whatever that that is in their life. I love that. And I don't know if you want to save it for
0: a surprise for any listener that picked up your book, but is there any like lesson inside the book or a practical tip that you would like to share with the listeners since we're on the topic?
1: Oh, there are so many different activities within the book. <laughs> um, I would say it takes the reader through a journey, not only some stories, the lessons learned, but how they can apply it in their life. So everything from activities on, how to discover your why, how to discover your unique strengths, so that you could leverage those unique strengths, whether you want to go for a promotion in the company that you're with, or maybe you want to start a business, then there's also activities to help you define what your goals are. And when I say goals, I'll allude to this. A lot of times we talk about SMART goals. And it's kind of that same philosophy and that same framework, but I take a little bit of a different spin on it and they're the Kobo framework of goals. So identifying what is your courageous goal? Something that's a little uncomfortable, that stretches you out a little bit more, then what are your objectives? What are the specific steps that you are going to take to put in action to achieve your goals? Then the B is benchmark. How are you gonna benchmark your goals? How are you gonna track the progress of your goals? And then the O is opportunity. When you think about that courageous goal, what opportunities are going to open up for you in your future that by doing these particular steps? So if you're saying my courageous goal is I want to get promoted into a leadership role, what are the objective steps that you're going to take? How are you going to benchmark them? And what opportunities is going to open up because you've done the work? And I believe that that's extremely important to think about the opportunities because that is your why. That's what keeps the vision in alignment when you go through those rough spots.
0: Yeah, I love so much of what you shared just in that because there's this thing and it creeps me out. I don't know why I don't like it, but the BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. So I love that you call them courageous goals because it's a texture thing for me. But I also say like, create your super big dreamy goals, but same type of thing because like right on the other side, I think you might've mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, but right on the other side of that uncertainty or that fear lives that version of our lives that we've been dreaming of. And it doesn't necessarily mean like, yes, I mean, one day, maybe I can live on the intercoastal, like I've always wanted to, or something like that. But what I do mean is that it's deeper than that with you had mentioned to find what success is. Like when I started to play on that other side of uncertainty, I have deeper levels of fulfillment than I've ever had. I'm content. I mean, life still has its ups and downs, but I don't feel panicked anymore. I don't feel like I am constantly like running and trying to catch things. And I love the framework that you laid out because it is simply like being able to identify the goal. Like you said, what are your objectives? Why? What's the why behind it? being able to benchmark it, track it. How are you knowing if you're going to hit that goal? And then the opportunities that come from that too. I think that as soon as I was able to do some of those things in my own life, I stepped into that. I stepped into the uncertainty with what I want to say, maybe some optimism that stuff was going to work out. And then all of a sudden, I feel like that's where the magic happens, right? I would be, I'd talk to a friend and she's like, hey, I've got a connection for you. And then that connection would take me to the new thing. And so anyway, if you're a listener and you just heard this, know that A, you have to pick up her book and then B, it is on that other side of uncertainty if you are able to identify it, have your why, measure it, that opportunities that you never thought were possible are gonna show
1: up for you. So absolutely. Think about March. So 2020, I had shared this story at the beginning of the podcast, everything that took place in 2020. In two and a half years, I have a book coming out. I have got a top rated podcast. It's rated top 5% globally. I've started a business, a very successful speaking business. My clients have achieved President's Club for medical sales for the first time in their career. I am more present with my kids. In fact, I'm taking a vacation with them pretty soon for a full week. My life is so much more fulfilling than I had ever imagined. And if you would have told me this two and a half years ago, I would have said, there's no way. (laughs) Yes. I would have done all of those things. So sometimes it's not that the door is shutting on you. The door is redirecting you to something greater.
0: I love that. I just got like goosebumps at the toe too. I'm like, yes. So next question, because we're starting to wind down. How can somebody take what we're talking about and use it
1: to empower their lives? I think the biggest thing to listen to this story is you are in control of your life. And there's going to be a lot of challenges that are going to come your way. Like many of us, we're all going to go through uncertainty. We're all going to go through adversity. It's up to you with what you do with it. We can either sit there and be victims of our situation or we can turn that pain into our purpose. We can turn our mess into our message. And it. so I say this to you for those listeners and saying, today does not, your past doesn't define you. Today's does not define you. It's what you do with today that does define where your future holds. So really take some time in those times of uncertainty, take some time to sit down, put yourself in a quiet room, identify kind of what you want your future to look like. What is your why? And then take steps to go after what you want and surround yourself with people that support you, that are gonna encourage you, that are gonna motivate you. And if there's people in your life that drag you down, we may wanna reevaluate that and kind of scoop them to the side a little bit because I did, I did in 2020. There, My relationships have shifted since then. And I have an incredible group of friends that are very close, that are very motivating and positive. And the people in my life that brought negativity, they're not in my life as much anymore. And I'm okay with that. It does. It naturally
0: happens. Like you said, if you would have told me three years ago too, that my life would look like this, I wouldn't have believed it. And so this is kind of on the fly. Danielle doesn't know that I'm going to do this, but I truly believe that her book is going to change lives. So what I'd like to do before you share how everyone can pre order and how they can follow you, what I'd like to say is if you share this podcast and tag me in it and tag Danielle, send me like you just tag us. If you share this podcast on social media and you tag both of us, I will put you into an entry for a free copy of Danielle's book. And Danielle, can you sign it and send it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So a signed copy of Danielle's book. So I'll sign it. <laughs> so I want to help get the message of your book out into the world and maybe a few shares will help that. So with that, I'm going to turn it back
1: to you, Danielle. Can you share with the listeners, A, how they can find your book and then B, how they can follow you? Well, you can find the book on DanielleCobo.com. So the book will be on there. You can listen, tune into the podcast, Unstoppable Grit with Danielle Cobo podcast. And then I'm on LinkedIn, which is where I'm most frequently on, as well as any other social media platform. But yeah, tune into Unstoppable Grit podcast. Yes.
0: And her podcast is so good. So I definitely recommend that. And Danielle, here we are at the bottom of the half hour. It flew by. One more thing. Any closing comment or motivational statement that you might have for the listener
1: as we wind down? You are more capable than you know. So go after what you want. Woo! Yes, I got the goosebumps again on that one. So,
0: well, Danielle, thank you for coming on the Empowered Half Hour and good luck with your book.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Empowered Half Hour, the podcast where we bring you empowering stories to help you overcome any obstacle and tap into your true potential. I'm so grateful to our guests for sharing their stories and inspiring us to let go of limitations, reconnect with our radiance and soar into our success. Remember you're capable of achieving great things. And when you unleash your unlimited potential, your whole world will change in the most unexpected and magical ways. If you enjoyed the Empowered Half Hour today, please give this host some love and leave us a review. You can also spread some positive tea today by sharing these episodes with your friends because empowered people empower people. Oh, and one more thing before we wrap up, grab your phone, unless you're driving, (laughs) grab that phone, open Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, whichever one's your fave, search for at Becca Powers 1313, that's at Becca Powers 1313, and connect with me for daily empowering thoughts, You can DM me questions or just follow me for all things Becca. If you're driving, all that info is going to be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, live empowered.